grave can hold my body down. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. When I hear that trumpet sound, I'm gonna rise right out of the ground. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. Hey, we're back after a week off. No Chains Attached podcast. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud and follow us on Twitter at No Chains Pod. Episode 13, boys, what do we got? Oh, not much. Just another another week, another Michigan beatdown <laughs> from Ohio State. Yeah. Another good Iron Bowl. Yeah, good Iron Bowl. Not a lot of defense, but... No, defense at all. No. But also big, uh, big college basketball. It's true. Last two days of college basketball have been low-key, really, really good. Yeah. Like, yeah. great days of college. Like, we'll look back on the last two days, like a month from now, and be like, my God, I wish we had the Big Ten ACC challenge back. Because they've yeah. been like 20 games a night. Yeah. How, how about uh, DePaul? I know. DePaul. 9-0. Yeah. 9-0. and And that that was a crazy game. That I don't know if wild. you guys were watching that yeah. last night. Crazy. I, to watch it. I was watching the uh, Ohio State-North Carolina game. Yeah. Big Ten's really good at basketball. Yeah. Really look, good. Big Ten looks really good. I think – I think the Michigan-Louisville uh, game, I think Michigan's a lot closer to Louisville than that showed, but they were playing, like, their fourth game in God, seven days. that game was ugly. God, They played, like, was... that was their fourth game in seven days. That game was just hard I mean, to watch. Michigan couldn't even get inside the three-point line. No. Yeah, I mean, Louisville, they just, like, no. couldn't do it. Louisville D's up. Yeah. Yeah, they they run the same defense as Virginia, the pack line. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, Chris um, Mack coaches. Chris Purdue, Mack coaches defense. Purdue just taking it to Virginia. Virginia, I'm telling you right now, I'm a big uh, Tony Bennett guy, but they're not making it out of the first weekend. That is as like they've always had trouble scoring, except from last year a little bit. They had like Kyle, what was the name? Kyle Anderson. Kyle. No, Kyle. They had Kyle guy. Kyle guy. Yeah. They tied their own studs, but like they legitimately cannot score to save their lives. It's no, they it's pretty bad. No. And this is yeah. the worst offensive team they've had. That I've seen at Virginia, I can't. Their defense is incredible this year. This their defense is actually better than. It's always it's actually their their defensive like just how they're playing. They're actually better than last year defensively, but offensively they're way worse. They don't have nearly the weapons. They have to play perfect defense to win. Well, and when you're scoring forty six points against Maine. Hey, they allowed 26. (laughs) Listen, yeah, you allowed 26. That's good, but you should be scoring. You should be able to. Listen, I yeah. I love a 46-26 battle well, as much as the next person. I don't but. mind. I like I like watching defensive basketball too. Like I like watching Wisconsin and like Ohio State. You know, usually is low scoring, good defense. But like that Virginia offense, like that was actually hard to watch last night. And Purdue's a good defensive team. Purdue's a really good defensive yeah. team. It caught that up was with them. that was hard to watch last night. Yeah. yeah. And and people forget that last year Virginia was top five in off in offensive efficiency. Yeah. Last year was the no, best yeah. offense he's ever had. Last, yeah. yeah last they were, year they could actually score. So I mean, there's a misconception that well, it's like well, Virginia just plays incredible defense yeah. and they're so so on offense. Well, this year they're about so so. Last year they were a top. Ten, five yeah. scoring, uh, scoring off. So so's being generous to that offense. And they year. never forget Auburn got robbed in that final four. Yeah. The fix was oh, no. it. It won me. A, it won me a bracket <laughs> challenge. <laughs> that was one of the. Uh, that was one of the lowest scoring pools I've ever been a part of. Like oh, eight hundred and fifty yeah. points won in the uh, in the bracket challenge, which is like usually it's like sixteen or seventeen hundred. Yeah. Nobody. Speaking of which, and I mean we'll get into this later on, but like later on the season, but. 
already you can tell it's going to be wide open this year. Oh yeah, I was just about. I was actually just about to say that. I mean, it, filling out a bracket this year. It's going to be miserable. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's like that every year usually, but like this year, it seems like especially there's. Yeah. There's well, not, I mean. I mean, Louisville looks really good. Like, is Maryland really the best good. team in the country? I think Maryland, they're the best team in the country. Maryland looks very good. I mean, there are teams that look really good, but obviously there's, like last year, there was Duke with Zion Williams. Right. There's no team that looks, at least off the bat, much better than everybody I think, uh, I think Michigan State's going to get a lot better. And yeah, they'll the, get Izzo, better. Izzo teams always get yeah, a lot better, and they still have Cassius. But when we talk about it being, like, wide open, I mean, I saw John Rothstein was talking about Ohio State having a path to a one seed. This Ohio State team, like I was shocked at the game last night that they won by that much, and like Wisconsin. Well, UNC's guy got hurt. Well, UNC's guy got hurt, and Cole, that, and Cole Anthony was sick. Yeah, that. Didn't However, like I still expected probably um, it to be extremely close. This Ohio State team, just from watching them, I don't think it's nearly as good as the teams that had Sullinger or even like uh, the team that had Deshaun Thomas and Aaron Kraft. But like they're still going to be top four in the country, mm-hmm. but they can still lose to anyone. They d up, man. They do. I mean, like I could see Penn State beating Ohio State on Saturday. That's a big game. That's, a that's game. actually a. That's like, actually. I could see a... Penn State beating Ohio State on Saturday. Like I think the Big Ten could all pretty much beat each other. Like, I think Maryland's really good, like he said. Maryland's just so athletic and physical. Penn, Penn State plays Ohio State and then Maryland. Yeah, we play you guys. No matter what happens Saturday, that Maryland game is huge. Yeah, like it is. That is as big. Is that, uh, that is as big of like that's a right. Home, yeah. Of like a regular season home game, Penn State's had in a long time. Yeah, no, I mean the, this early in the year yeah. too. The the Ohio State game this weekend is, I'd say it's like a show me something. Game. Yeah, if I mean, if they play them tight, yeah, um, it'll be a tight game. Interesting stat uh, I was listening to. I went to the game, the Penn State uh, Wake Forest game last night, and uh, interesting stat I heard on the way back home uh, on the radio. Penn State um, in. Blowout games, twenty points or more. Yeah, they have they have not lost a game by twenty points or more in over two years. But okay. they've won fifteen games by twenty points or more in over two years. It just kind of shows where the program is kind of starting to. I mean, yeah. last year they didn't lose one game in a blowout. Neither the year before, so they're always there. This year won. it seems like they've taken yeah. a little bit of the next step, and I I mean. I don't know. I'm digging myself into they a, just a love, very dangerous hole here. They because just love blowing games last year. Yeah, and we've already seen one yeah. blown game this year. Yeah. So, we'll see. They'll, also, be, I gotta they'll give, be ranked as i got to give a shout-out to Mike Watkins. That guy's balling, man. He, well, Rothstein said it last night, and he was right. He's the best big man he's defender in the, co- in the conference. He's dominant. Like, yeah. it's unbelievable. I, I, he's the best big man Penn State's ever had by far right ever. now. Yeah. Like, it's, he's getting – I mean, how many rebounds did he have last night? He had to have, like – well, he had a, he he filled a stat. I think he was like he had like seven, eight, five, and four. It was like a, yeah. it was a stat stuffing night. Um, but uh, he didn't have as many points as uh, you. No, th- he he heated up later. He was also it seemed like he was a little hobbled all night. Um, yeah, his blocks and rebounds though. I mean. But yeah, Penn State. They're this is as deep as they've been. Yeah, they can go. They can sub in three guys, and they can and they don't skip a beat on offense. Yeah, well, the thing, is, the thing and defense is they, too. There's actually multiple guys that can score right and shoot the ball. <laughs> yeah, which is and what's scary is Penn State won by 25 last night or 22, and they shot five for 25 from three. Yeah, so yeah. they hang their hat on defense. If they make anything from three, they're a dangerous team. Um, I thought that Duke yeah. Duke looked absolutely just locked in against let me, Michigan let me give State. One more. 
Like Mike Watkins had seven, sixteen, and two. He had sixteen, sixteen rebounds, rebounds and five blocks. Yeah. Oh yeah. First play of the game, <laughs> absolutely swatted a three back like yeah. six rows into the stands. Yeah. It was awesome. It uh, yeah, Duke looked. Um, Duke was locked in. Vernon Carey is really, 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 yeah. really good. He's really. It good. seems uh, like whenever Michigan State got a little bit of momentum and Duke needed a bucket, they just went to him. Yeah. And he got it. Every yeah. Time. Uh, he he just bullied him down low. There was no, yeah. there was no even any resistance. Um, but. And yeah, I, the Ty, Big Ten, Tyus Jones I, really I do good. think the Big Ten's probably the best conference. Yeah. Well, did did the Big Ten end up winning the challenge? Or did Ohio State won it for them. Did, the did they game? win it? Okay. It was. Yeah. It would have been tied if Ohio State lost, and then they ended up winning. Okay. Yeah. Eight six. Yeah. But yeah, it was. Uh, the problem is like, Carolina can't score either. Like Carolina's had problems scoring. Uh, other than Cole Anthony, they have. They don't have guys that can go score. Virginia doesn't have guys that can go score. Duke's already shown they can be beaten. Louisville D's up. So, I mean, they're obviously really good. Uh, Notre Dame got bullied by Maryland. I yeah, mean, just they did. Bullied. Like, that was just a more athletic, physical team in Maryland. It, it, that was unbelievable. I couldn't believe Notre Dame got pushed around like that. But, I don't know. I do, I do think the Big Ten's probably the best conference. But I think Kentucky's going to end up being really good. And I think, I think, I actually think Kansas is going to end up being one of the three or four best teams in the country, too. They're super loaded. I mean, yeah. as we know, Kentucky always gets better. As Kentucky, season. Michigan State, Kansas will get better. Like, all those teams are going to get better. Yeah. But we'll see. I think Penn State's going to be in a top 25 team. I think Michigan will end up, Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State, and Maryland uh, will all be in the top 12, 13 range all year. And then um, I think. Purdue and Penn State can probably hover around top twenty-five. I mean, yeah. Purdue's got a great win now, which they had mm-hmm. some bad losses, but. Um, all right. Let's transition into uh, into some football. Colin's got some some words for for the well, team up north. It's not even it's not even that I have words for him, but like I it, this is it's. This was the one time where like. Everyone's like, oh, it's not a rivalry anymore. It's not a rivalry. And, like, to Ohio State fans, it'll always, like, be a rivalry because there's so much there. Mm -hmm. But it's getting to the point to where the last two years have been so uncompetitive that, like, Zach and I were talking about this on the way here. There's – if you look at – Urban Meyer always talks about – or he's even said it when he was talking about Greg Schiano. He's like, you start everything and you end everything with recruiting. It's the most Mm -hmm. important thing. Well – as great as Ohio State's recruited over the last five years, Michigan and Penn State, if you look at the team talent thing that uh, 24-7 sports have, which is actually a really good indicator because of the top 12 te- 11 teams, eight of them are all consistently in the top 10. The only ones that aren't are Texas, USC, and Florida State, which can, is always talented. Mm-hmm. They just have coaching issues or quarterback issues. Michigan is the same talent level exactly as Penn State. But why is Penn State always consistently giving Ohio State far better games? Coaching. It has like that's the only thing. Yeah. And like, I blame. I think that team is mentally weak when they play. Yeah, Michigan, Michigan is a plays mentally o- weak when Michigan team. plays Ohio State, they've already they are they've already lost. Well, I was, but they're I always was, mentally weak. I was saying whenever Michigan went out, scored that opening touchdown, and then they gave a touchdown right it was over right away. You they were done. Yeah, and they like it was just I, I was telling him. And, again, it's a little different because Ohio State's – I mean, Ohio State's definitely more – Penn State's been more competitive with Ohio State over the last three or four years. That's not, not even disputed. They've been the most team that's competed with Ohio State the hardest. But Ohio State's main rival is Michigan. You have them year-round. They're doing stuff prepping for Michigan. They're practicing for Michigan. They have Michigan's recruiting board up in their office to see who they're recruiting. They, you see them punching the punching bag with the block M on it in January. 
We get it. You guys are, but like, we're, are, are rivals. We get it. No, but like you Michigan, you don't see that. That's the point. You don't see Michigan, and like Michigan fans have complained about it. They don't attack it with the same intensity. And again, Harbaugh, if he wins the bowl game, which I saw a projection had them playing Alabama, they're not going to beat Alabama. They're going to give up 50 to them. They may score 30. They're going to give up 50 to Alabama. Mm-hmm. So, well, they're going to be playing Alabama's JV team, though. Yeah, because most of those guys will sit out. Yeah, nobody will like, play. Depending on who they play, they could probably still win 10 games. So he's going to win 10 games in every year but one. The one year he did it was when he had a backup quarter, third-string quarterback. But it doesn't matter because you're getting blown out by Ohio State. You're splitting games with Penn State. You're splitting games with Wisconsin. I mean, what do you guys think is the answer for Michigan? They need a coaching change, I think. Head coach? I think, yeah. I think they need to clean house and get a new culture in there. Because you can tell, I mean, they're just not even competitive with Ohio State. And that's the standard. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to, like, are they, they're a solid football program. They're going to go 9 and 3 or 10 and 2 every year. But if they're, they're, I'm not sure. They're like Penn State's been. They're very, very good. I think Michigan's a very good program. They're, again, they've been in the top 10 of the AP poll every year but one going into the Ohio State game. Like, that's very good. Nine and 10 yeah. wins is a very good program. Yeah, I, I, think, think, I think Penn State is, has been, is closer and has been closer to making it to a national championship. Yeah, and also I think, um, the, I think the difference is Penn State, obviously, uh, the circumstances they were under when Franklin took over right. were, much, were much more right. difficult than when Harbaugh took over. Right. Um, so. And Michigan, the... Like they the the first year they had the chance like when they lost in double overtime to Ohio State like yeah his second that year. was their best chance because they were really hot that year mm-hmm. they were just they, really they were, good they were just really 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 good yeah they were senior laden they were hot um and that was their best chance to make the playoff and since then it's been all Harbaugh's guys his entire system they just right. have not they've not done it they've never really been yeah. close yeah sure were they ranked fourth going in the Ohio State game last year right. yeah but yeah. they had no chance. Yeah, and I mean, they, you could you could well, you could tell that they really didn't have a chance. Penn State, on the other hand, you know, they the last two years, not I mean, not necessarily this year. You went on the road and lost to an undefeated Minnesota team, but the years prior, you know, they they get picked off by a game here and there. But they, at least they've played the best team in the conference competitively. Right. Where it's been, if they just win that one game a year, right, they're getting they're right there. Right. Yeah. It's a one game season for Penn State. For Michigan, it's not necessarily been that's not been the story. I also I think don't... I also think last year Michigan got Penn State at like the perfect time. Yeah. I mean it was Trace McSorley but... was so he was so bad. It was a perfect up. it was a perfect I don't, I, mean, I, I agree that Penn State uh and Ohio State's a one game season too, but I don't think that's really any different uh than Michigan. Because I mean other than this year when they got blown out uh against Wisconsin and then they ended up losing to you guys. Well, Again, in 2015 and 2016, if they beat Ohio State, they're in the Big Ten Championship game. So, I mean, it's not in 2018 they go to the playoffs. So, I mean, mm-hmm. three of his five years, it's really been a one-game season with Ohio State as well. But the difference yeah. is this year, like, he always beats the teams he should beat, which, you know, like, they will never go worse than 8-4. and four. They should beat Wisconsin, though. They got totally yeah. – they got They should wrecked. beat Wisconsin. They should and beat Wisconsin, Wisconsin ended up not being that, as good of a team as we all thought they were. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, they, he does beat the teams he really should beat. It's the Wisconsin, Penn State, and he's beaten Michigan State the last two years now too. So it's and Michigan they State suck. just continuing mm-hmm. to like downfall, like yeah. they're a mess. Yeah, they're but it's literally Wisconsin, Penn State, Ohio State. Those are three games he has to worry about, and he splits with Wisconsin and Penn State, and he's never beaten Ohio State. So like, they'll always be eight and four right around that area. 
But I, I think. But that's what they've they've that's what they've really always been since they have the half Andrews. a national championship in the last half century. That's all they have. Yeah, I, they have a half claim national championship. Yeah, who do, I, who do they think they are? I mean, I don't think. Who do they? Who, let's seriously. Who do they think they I are? I think they're on the same level as Penn State. Which I wouldn't have said that a few mm-hmm. years ago. I would have said Michigan's better, higher than Penn State. I mean, historically, I mean, historically, historically over, since since nineteen seventy five, Penn State Penn is State a better has, program. Penn State overall. has two titles. Michigan has one. Should have three titles. But I mean, I just I mean what I don't. I mean, there's no reason Michigan, like Penn State. And Franklin still complains about this, and you hear people complain about it, is the facilities aren't up to par where Franklin wants them to be, and that's why he's constantly fighting for upgrades. Michigan has the second-best facilities in the country. Yeah. Michigan gets more money from boosters. Michigan has more fan, as much fan support as any team in the country. There's no reason. I think Harbaugh will probably – I don't think he's going to leave. I think best case for um, Michigan would be if he left for the NFL. Because Carolina. because the big difference is this would not be a Rich Rodriguez type of situation because that was Rich Rodriguez came in and implemented a system that none of the players on Michigan were able to run. Well, now everyone in the country runs some variation of the spread. Yeah. So like you are do you have players in that regard? I think that I don't think he'll leave. I think that'd be best for Michigan. They could go find some young up and coming coach, but I think what's going to end up happening is he's going to stay, and I think he has to fire Don Brown. Like they have to go a different direction because. Whatever's going on there now, you he's giving up 63 and 56 points. I mean, Ohio State actually had more touchdowns this year than they did last year. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, it's just you can't – and I think Michigan is a top-10 program with, with the right guy, and I think they can compete for Big Ten titles. They and, should be able and to. And they should be able to pluck <laughs> off – they should be able to pluck off Ohio State at bare minimum as often as Penn State's able to. Bare minimum, Michigan should be able to pick off Ohio State as often as Pennsylvania. I mean, even even lose. Auburn beats the best football team in the country, and, and the best is, program in the country, one out of every. At three least years. not lose this is, by four or five touchdowns. This completely, <laughs> this completely goes back to Lindau's point, and it's what I was talking about in the um, when I was talking about the recruiter rankings and the talent and stuff. There is a larger talent gap between Auburn and Alabama mm-hmm. going into this season. Now, Auburn has some top end guys and be top draft picks. But 1 through 85, there's a bigger talent gap between Auburn and Alabama than Michigan and Ohio State, and that's consistent. But why is it that Auburn can consistently pluck off Alabama? Well, it's because coaching, Malzahn coaches very well against Alabama. Well, and I think also that Auburn's team is built to beat Alabama. Right. And they know that if they can beat Alabama – most years they have a shot. This yeah. year it ended up they didn't have a shot right. mostly because of Bo Nix. If they had, right. if they had Jared Stidham again, right, then they're probably right there for a playoff berth. Okay, right. Michigan does, and this goes to your point of like focusing on your rival. Right, and I, I'm not sure how much. I mean, I don't love it. I, I mean, I I know Alabama doesn't think about ever their fan base does thinks about every day beat trying to beat right. Auburn, but I'm not sure Saban does that and the program thinks about that. But Ohio State does it, and it works. Right. And Ohio State understands, well, if we can beat Michigan every year, we're probably going to be right there to, right. for a chance to win a national championship. Auburn does the same thing, and Alabama doesn't do it. Maybe that's why Auburn picks them off as much. But Michigan doesn't do what Auburn does. No. So Auburn. So if Michigan was more built around trying to beat Ohio State, 
then they'd probably be better off being like, all right, well, if we can pick them off one out of every three years, and that means one out of every three years, we're probably on a really good shot to get into the playoffs. And to your point, you're exactly right. If they pick off Ohio State one every three years, they're bare minimum in the playoff at least one year. Yeah, probably. Look at at Auburn. Auburn If if over the last six years they pick off Ohio State twice, very good chance they're in the playoff both those years they do it. But, and I I mean, I agree with what Garrett said completely. It's they're not – Putting that emphasis on it and focusing on it, but it's. And the reason, so the the reason why, if it weren't for LSU being unbelievable this year, right? Okay, Alabama would have been undefeated going into the Iron Bowl, and Auburn would have been nine and two, and Auburn would have been would have went to the SEC championship game and be in another playing game to go to the playoff. Right. So that would have been that, you know, it's a hypothetical. But the last three times they had beaten Alabama, they'd either gone to the national championship. Right. The winner. It was. This was the first time in how many years that the winner of that like game didn't go. That yeah, that didn't go to the SEC like, championship game. And when so you, it's no, but I'm just I'm just making I'm just preaching the no. choir where it's like Auburn focuses on beating Alabama. Right. If they can do it, they're probably going to end up somewhere near the near the top. Right. Michigan doesn't focus on beating Ohio State right. as much as they should. I mean, obviously they want to beat Ohio right. State, but they're it's not a it, it doesn't seem like it's as important to them as it is for right. Ohio State. It's to Michigan. Not to say it isn't important. The, so. They lose every year, and every year they don't have a chance to win at all. Well, and this shows that the reason why I was so much more concerned with the game this year and why I thought Ohio State – I took Ohio State minus the eight just because I thought there would be like maybe a touchdown or something to make them go up by 11. I thought it was going to be a close game throughout because in I the did. past – Well, Not because in the past <laughs> when you see – Ohio State had really, other than the rivalry, they had nothing to play for. They were in the Big Ten. They were in the playoff. It, it was done. Michigan had just gotten their playoff hopes destroyed, got embarrassed – and then they came out and laid an egg again, which goes to Garrett talking about being mentally weak. But the thing about Michigan is, and this is what they have to get back to, it, is Michigan was dead before Bo Beckler got there in 1969. Yeah. Ohio State, Woody Hayes was dominating, blah, 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 blah. They get there in 1969, and Bo Beckler made no bones about it. He said, Ohio State's a top program. Everything we do, we're going to try and be like Ohio State. They recruited the same type of players. They ran Woody Hayes' – because Bo Beckler played for Woody Hayes and coached for him. They ran Ohio State's offense. They ran their defense. They recruited the same guys. He modeled everything he did after Ohio State, and you saw him have a ton of success against Ohio State. He ended up being 5-4-1 in the 10-year war. And then that propelled Michigan to being good up until they won the title in 97. I will say, at least in today's age, I think it's easier said than done to recruit similar players as Ohio State. Oh, no, that's I know, I completely agree. But another thing, and people have been extremely critical of Harbaugh on this, and this is the last thing I'll say before we can move on. People have been very critical of Harbaugh on this, and they have a right to be. And it's a little harder, but Harbaugh doesn't make recruiting Ohio a priority. And that's the biggest difference is all of Michigan's top players have always – the Desmond Howards, the Charles Woodsons, those guys come from Ohio. When Michigan's been really good, they've picked off top players in Ohio, like a Jake Butt or someone like that. Now, I will give say this. It is harder now because since Trestle came in in 2001, Ohio State has locked up those borders. I mean, no one – it's very rare for teams to come in Ohio and get guys that Ohio State really want. I mean, Jackson Carmen, to name one, going to Clemson. It happens every now and then, but it's not consistent. But he has to find a way to recruit Ohio, especially with the fact that now the Shiano's in New Jersey. I think for Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan, I think it's going to get a lot harder to recruit the New Jersey area. 
There's going to be a lot. So it's going to be a lot more. It's going to be a lot more difficult to recruit New Jersey area than it was th- people thinking Loxley going to Maryland that the DMV was now going to just they're yeah. all going yeah. to Maryland. There, it it's gonna, not, it'll be a lot BS. harder to recruit New Jersey than it is going to be to recruit people. Yeah, that was a great yeah. hire. Rutgers is going to get themselves to the point where they're like Indiana. If Rutgers can get not eight to and winning, four Indiana, like if six Rutgers and six can Indiana. get to winning five and six games a year, he will get a statue and be remembered for. Oh yeah, well he should be he able should. to. He's a good coach. By the he way, is. this um, is off topic, but yeah. Colin looks like an Ohio State grad. No, I know. Now. He's he's got the D <laughs> hat. He's wearing the the, the Nike pole, the Nike like yeah. windbreaker, the Ohio State windbreaker. Yeah, he comes. Yeah, he's he's flaunting his as if football wasn't yeah. enough for Ohio State. Yeah. There, he's flaunting his his basketball win last night. Um. To the Iron Bowl, uh, real quick, we kind of touched on it, but I will I will say, and, and to Alabama as a whole, we talked about this before the season when we found out Dylan Moses was going to be out for the year. That was way bigger, massive. That loss. I mean, massive, yeah. ma- I mean, and I was, and we had a, you, me, and AJ, I think, had a big discussion about it. I was like, well, it it, it helps LSU a little bit. That's right. why I like I said like something like two percent. Right. It that was decimating for Alabama. Horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I would argue that was more harmful than if Ohio State were to lose Chase Young. Even though I oh, think Chase yeah, Young's yeah, the best player. absolutely. Because they're already Ohio, so young. Ohio State isn't that young on defense. They're, uh, they're young, but they're, they they're have young some in the, experience. They're young in the front Alabama seven. Alabama yeah, has they have experience. no they have experience, experience whatsoever. They have experience. So, um, and in defense of, of Alabama, as the Alabama SEC apologist right. on this podcast, um, people – Claiming that this is the death of Alabama, I was going to actually hit on that. I is is absolutely ludicrous because they were a fluky Auburn. It's it's the same thing with Auburn. It's always there. Something I, happens. The, yeah. the funniest thing I saw all weekend before Alabama was called or um, when Alabama was called for twelve men on the field. Yeah, it's like it's uh, some Georgia account was like it's unfair because Auburn always has twelve men on the field. And it was a gif of somebody writing Satan yeah. on the, on a chalkboard. <laughs> Auburn makes deals with the devil. They I they mean, are the most like witchcraft infested football team I've ever seen. I've never well, seen we, so many uh, one team benefit from historical general plays. Yeah. And then, like you remember the Georgia game a few years ago when the yep. Hail Mary. Oh, yep. the miracle of Jordan Hare. And then yeah. and then the, the, kicks, the, then the, the kick, kick six, six back yeah. to back then weeks. Alabama yeah. can't make a field goal. Like they like are, Penn State had to so block field goal for a touchdown. That's a once in a generation thing. Yeah. Auburn had Auburn two once, once in a generation yeah. things in back to back weeks. Same. But yeah. so my point is Alabama was just a fluky, Satan-filled Auburn game away from probably being in the playoff again. I think they would have gone. They, they probably would have. They probably would have. They would have gotten lit up, I think. They the committee, <laughs> see, so the committee did a really nice job of covering their butts this week with like, all right, they're out. We're going to throw them all the way down to 12. Right. We're throwing them. We're kicking to the curb. Make it look like we're not biased against Alabama. Right. So the next year when they're like 9-3, and three, we can just fit them in there. Well, oh, I agree ahead. with what I – this is what I'll say about the whole Alabama dies. Alabama, and I think even like Alabama fans, like when you read on their message boards, like they were actually pretty realistic about next year. They're like, I think most likely because the schedule is tougher and because they're going to have to find a new quarterback. They're going to two of them might come back. I don't think you. Listening to him, listening to him, I personally I'm, don't I, think he will. I mean, it wouldn't. I think it's closer me than the experts much. think. 
I think it's probably a chance. 60-40. I mean, he's a still chance. a first round pick. Yeah, I think I, there's I don't a think chance. You leave, I, I don't think you stay round. if you're. I you think, think he's just, still still with this injury? You, he's a lot. Kuiper has him pick. third on his big board. Still. Really? Okay. I think he's. Well, if he I mean, sees that, then that's one thing. But I mean, like, exactly. We have to see how this goes. Yeah, yeah. You have to see how he's a top ten pick, but I still. No, I don't think. Just listening to interview, he sounds very, very. It's like it's not settled in his head. Well, like let's assume Tua leaves. Assume they lose their receivers. I think Najee Harris will probably go, and they're going to lose four. Four, five guys probably on defense, and they're gonna they will lose. They're gonna have to replace four O linemen because two of their tackles are projected in the first round. So assuming those guys go, which guys don't really stay at Alabama, like that's an NFL factory. They get yeah. in, get their first round grade, and go. Yeah. So they're gonna have to replace a lot. So ten and two next year, I think is gonna be a really good year, or I think ten and two next year is probably most likely. But that doesn't mean they won't still be at the heart of the playoff discussion. Like, the people that are acting like Alabama's not going to be in the playoff discussion every year, as long as Saban's there, they will consistently be in the playoff talk. Like, they're consistently going to be one of the top five or six teams in America, and they're consistently going to be either the first or second most talented team because they recruit so well. Mm. Now, do I think the days of them winning three straight or three out of four, do I think those days are over? Those are over. Those are over. Because I think what – I cannot believe what Dabo has done at Clemson. I mean, he's got, he's won two of the last three, and he has five five-star guys coming in. How is he keeping all those assistants? <laughs> Dude, Ohio State has one good year, and half is moving on to Boston College for a, a potential head coaching job if he um, accepts the offer. He's kept Venables for like ten years. He's kept his offensive coordinators. Like, it's ridiculous that he's been able to do yeah. that. But I agree with Gary. <clears throat> like, people are like all oh, Alabama dynasty's over. Alabama, it's not over. Odds are if they beat Georgia, which. Um, from coming back is going to be a big deal for the, but Georgia's probably going to lose a good bit too. However, if they beat Georgia, they're probably going to be undefeated going into their last four games of the year, well, which they play at LSU. Um, I think they play A and M, and then yeah. uh, you know, you know, Clemson also Auburn. has the like number one quarterback in the country. Ugalea, yeah, well, big, big U. However, I will say Alabama does have another the, the one guy. Well, not a little Tua. They have the five-star guy coming in from California now that Alabama fans are talking about him being the next, like, Tua generational talent unreal. He actually just got moved up to, like, six in the country overall. Starting so, next year. So, I mean, he's yeah. – and I, a lot of Alabama fans want him to start next year. Yeah. I think Mac Jones probably going to end up getting the start. Yeah. Just because he has experience. And I thought well, Mac I Jones think... actually played pretty well. I, he just had the two mistakes. Guy mm-hmm. still threw for over 350 yards and all that. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think uh, Alabama – I said that I think I said this to you guys. I think that they're gonna they're gonna go back. Saban's gonna go back to all right. We need to dominate on defense. We're still gonna run the spread, but it's going to be not as fast paced. We're gonna control the ball more. They're gonna run the ball more, and I think Mac Jones fits that offense really well. And that that's just that's what I think. I think that yeah, I, mean, I think that he. There's no way Saban can sleep at night with how his defense plays now. No, I mean the thing about it is like it's not like this is this has been kind of in the works like you saw Ohio State in 2014 gashed them Clemson in 2015 gashed them with Watson 2016 they gashed them and ended up losing 2017 they pretty much dominated Clemson and Georgia but then last year you see Clemson gashes them again so like when they're going against these top teams he's letting up you know 35 40 points which I think it's pretty much everybody I guess no I think the college football is like that in general yeah the fact that if Ohio State and LSU played I think the score I'd probably say Ohio State wins something like I think they'd get 40 on LSU I think it'd be like 44 35 it would be every every big like high octane offensive like battle now is a big 12 game yeah I mean I think I think like 
30s is the new norm, and like like if Clemson Ohio State played, I think that'd be a little more low scoring because I think those defenses are really good. But like I still or if Ohio be, State and Georgia played, yeah, like Any, I, I Georgia's going to play the like game the on. They're good. At, they're they're Alabama seven years ago. They're good at playing the game on their terms. Exactly. Yeah, they're Alabama seven give, years ago. I actually ago. think they'll give LSU a good game this week. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I, their defense is like, better than Auburn's. I think they'll be able to. It's going to be basically a home. I, I honestly. So let's, like tra- that. let's transition. I like them that. That's at seven and a half. So do I. Yeah. Um, Georgia and LSU. I, I mean, I think that. Now, here, here's the question. I, I, think, I think all three of us would probably say that LSU wins outright. Right. Yeah, um, I agree. Probably I so. seven times out of ten. But would. If Georgia wins, does that end all discussion with Utah and Oklahoma? Yeah. Because yeah. you can't leave yeah. LSU out. No. Yeah, both teams would be. No, I, I think would LSU in. would be in. I think the interesting question would be, um, is LSU automatically four, or does Georgia stay at four? Do they drop LSU from two to four? I think I think LSU would drop to four. Georgia would go to three. Clemson would be three. two. And Ohio I could, State would be I, I would probably say that. That kind of screws Ohio State. It does. I mean, it makes it a lot harder. Like I, The perfect scenario, I think the committee um, showed with their rankings that Ohio State's if they beat Wisconsin, they're going to be number one. Moving Wisconsin up to eight, and then the Penn State still being in the top ten, those things I, ex- I expect that Wisconsin to jump Penn State and move into the top ten. I didn't expect it to be eight. I expect it to be like nine or ten. But keeping Penn State at ten. But the two things that really did it were only moving Michigan and Cincinnati back yeah. in one spot. Yeah. I, like Cincinnati could lose to Memphis again. Yeah, they And if they know. lost to the same team – they're not going to drop from twenty to twenty six. You know what I mean? How weird is that that they're playing time, Memphis back to back weeks? And that Memphis. is. Did that they is even so did they odd. even go home? It's yeah. Like, <laughs> that it is sucks. so. Odd. Which and I think Cincinnati will give them. I like Cincinnati. To I think that helps Cincinnati. Nine. The group of five should, or the AAC should be playing their championship game at a neutral site. Yeah. They're, well, they're, all these all these group of five schools, they all do it where because App State. Yeah, they they played at home, but like the AAC is a little different. Like the AAC is legitimately better than like their top six is legitimately better than the ACCs. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like they should be playing. Clemson would legit. Played at Clemson Nashville. and Memphis would lose two games in the ACC, and that's because they'd play Clemson once and then maybe get tripped up somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. But like I um yeah I've been Cincinnati moved back. Cincinnati's gonna stay in the top twenty five even if they lose. Michigan's obviously gonna be there. I think um. I mean, yeah, it does screw Ohio State. I'd much rather play Utah or Oklahoma. But and people are freaking out. They're like, "Well, Michigan only dropped one or spot." Baylor. It's like, well, Michigan probably is the fifteen. What are they? Fifteen now? Fourteen? 14. They 14. probably are the fourteenth best team yeah. in the country. And that's the difference between the first and the fourteenth best team. Well, I mean, Ohio State, like we've said all year, Ohio State hasn't had a game in single digits all year. Like yeah. the closest the game was Penn State was eleven, and so after Penn State, who they beat by eleven, their next closest game was a twenty-four point game. So Which like clearly shows a pencil. There was a there's a Twitter argument going on. Ryan was getting into it. Our, our friend Ryan was getting into it with Adam Rittenberg. Over who, Penn State or Wisconsin. Rittenberg's like Wisconsin's clearly been the second best team in the Big Ten. Good it's like oh my god. And it's like we're the most they're the most consistent. They're in the Big Ten champion. They've been have more Big Ten championship appearances than Ohio State. It's like yeah, they play in a freaking high school division. Yeah. They literally like Penn, Penn State, State would be is, in the Big Ten championship. Penn they were in the clearly West. like the set like. Take away the divisions, one through fourteen. Right. It's it's obvious. Penn State. That's is the how second it should be. That's how I it wouldn't is. even say Wisconsin's third. I would say Wisconsin's fourth and Michigan's third. Yeah. But, I mean, th- that's honestly tough for me to say because Wisconsin did just annihilate yeah, was, them. Yeah, Ohio State. Wisconsin beat them, uh, or Ohio Michigan beat them last year though, and smashed. Yeah. Them. That's true. But um, Tiger yeah, six hundred. Uh, it, it's interesting. I think. I do think Utah will end up if they. I think Utah. Everyone's assuming Utah wins. 
Oregon could easily beat Utah. I agree. And I'm getting easily I, could beat Utah. And here goes here goes Clat again. Okay, Utah's really good. Well, they are really good. Utah's right, they're Utah really good. They're, really they're good. Like they play, they play Alabama. They play LSU. They play Ohio State. They play Clemson. They play Georgia. They play Oklahoma. Like these teams, maybe not Georgia as much, but everybody else is going to score a crap ton of points on them. I'm kind of on the Utah bandwagon. They got some I, NFL talent on that. They have NFL guys. They got eight, anybody. I think that's true. That's I don't, true. So like, the are reason, they good? Yeah, but we see it's going to be like when Washington made it a few years ago. They're, if they're the four seed, they're going to play Ohio State. They're going to lose thirty-one-seven. Will they stop Ohio State every three or every maybe every other possession? Sure, but they're not going to score. Well, true. This and is that's what, what if they're. Not the I think Garrett's right. I think Ohio State, Clemson, and probably Alabama would beat Utah by two plus touchdowns. I'm not sure about Oklahoma just because I think Utah would dominate the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. against Oklahoma. But the other three, I think they would beat them by two touchdowns and LSU, yeah, LSU because Utah plays a very similar defense to like what Don Brown did last year. Like they play that press man everywhere. Yeah, that's not going to work. It against, doesn't work against athletes against really great athletes. And don't get me wrong, they have good athletes. I think that. Uh, the one thing I will say is I think Utah could give Ohio State problems on defense, and the one regard would be because Ohio State has struggled with mobile quarterbacks and Huntley running the read option. Now, if you're going to give Ohio State three weeks to prepare for the read option, they're probably going to be a lot more prepared for it than yeah. they were against Penn State when he just randomly comes out there. However, that could give a little bit of problems, but, I mean, I, I think if whether it's Ohio State or Oklahoma, I think Ohio State or Utah or Oklahoma, I think Ohio State probably won by two touchdowns. Yeah. But no, yeah. I think I think Utah's I, 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 think, I think Utah I think, would go. I think over they'd have an easier time with Oklahoma than Utah, honestly. You do? Yeah. They'd score a ton of points on Oklahoma. That's, yeah. That's why. Yeah. And plus, honestly, Utah people Oklahoma's offense is not nearly as good as it was the last two years. No, it's not. Not nearly as good. No. I mean, they turn the ball over more. The offensive line's not as good. Hertz is their leading rusher. Yeah. I mean, Hertz is really good. Hurt, I mean, Hertz, Hertz is, good. is like the college football quarterback you want. He. He's, other than like, let me let me rephrase that. Other than certain times when he tries to force it too much, like against Baylor, I think without CD, he he felt like he had to force it more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And certain times at Alabama, it looked like he felt like he had to force it. But man, that dude is a fr- he. You can run him 25 times. No, he'll I mean, he's fine. he's like Tebow. He's like he JT mind, Barrett or JT Barrett. He's, yeah, like, like he's you guys all hate you hate JT Barrett Ohio State like. I mean, he's a good college he quarterback. Would, yeah, he's a like, good college quarterback. He's a really, though, they're really good college quarterbacks. And against 95% of teams they play, they're going to look like the best player on the field. But the question is, when he goes up against really good defenses, right? That's really when you need teams. the prospects. That's when you need and Trevor like, Lawrence to uh, J- Justin Fields. Yeah, and like that's just like and to go back, like that's what um, an anonymous Michigan coach said was the uh, difference between Ohio State the last two years and the years before that. Well, the years before that, JT Barrett wasn't dynamic enough as an like top prospect to blow out Michigan. Like, the game was always going to be close because JT Barrett was so limited. Whereas with Haskins and Fields, there is no limitation. They're just blowing blowing Michigan out the whole time. And, like, that's why I think Hurts is good, but I don't think their defense will be able to stop Ohio State. I think Ohio State would just run the ball. I think the biggest thing for Ohio State is in the playoffs going in, they're going to have an advantage running the ball on any team they play. Yeah. Um, Clemson's, like, 25th in the country against the run in the ACC. Like, that's not – it's not great. I'll be able to run the ball and have the ball and I'll see it. But I don't know. I think I think do you think you guys think Utah gets in? 
Um, if they win. Well, here, if so they, let's. Well, if they win and Georgia loses, yeah. Let's run through this real quick. So we think we you, LSU wins the SEC championship. Yeah. Clemson obviously, obviously wins the ACC. We all think that Ohio State wins the Big Ten championship. We both think they cover. I don't know if you think they cover. This what is it? It was sixteen it's down and a half. To 15 it's and fifteen. And a half. All right. I think they could cover win. that, but have it be like closer than a like eighteen a, point win. You know what right, I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm gonna bet on. Bet on so game. then. <laughs> the Big 12 championship, or let's go to the, the Pac-12 championship Friday night. Yeah. So Utah and Oregon, to me, that's a toss-up. It's a good game. I think the six and a half is kind of a lot. Like For I, Utah? I, yeah, or no, Utah's favored by six and yeah, a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that if I had to guess, I'd say Utah wins, but I think it's like a three, four-point game. Like, I mean, it, it was literally two weeks ago, everyone was saying Oregon was the favorite to go out of the Pac-12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, until they just ran into Arizona State and Herbert played bad. I mean, it wasn't long ago that that was the case. Yeah. So, I I would probably side on Utah. Um, but this is the best team Utah's facing all year so far. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's played nobody. Um, Which, the question is, can Oregon do some of the things that USC did? Because, like I say, he plays that press man. Well, USC had a – USC, whoever they thought their quarterback is pretty good. They have decent receivers. Pittman Jr. is really good, and they were able to really exploit Utah. I mean, Oregon has an NFL quarterback. They got uh, Jawan Johnson there. He's had a really good year for Oregon. I mean, the question is, can their receivers get separation on Utah? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be a good game. I'll take Oregon straight up. I'm going to take Utah, but if, I think it's going to be a good game. If Oregon went straight up, I'm the, big, I, I'm the biggest Baylor fan. I would think it would be sweet huh. if Baylor went in. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I think you, Utah will win. All right, so you uh, got Utah. I would take the points. I got Utah. Got Utah. I got Oregon. Um, I'll take the points, though. Big 12 championship. Uh, Oklahoma is a nine-point favorite. Uh, that's who Johnny Beards likes this week. Oklahoma. He likes Oklahoma. He said, give me OU like with Baylor. the points. I like Baylor. Oh, man. I like Baylor against the spread. I think Baylor might win straight up. So do I. I think Seriously. it's um, – so do I. I think uh, it's just really hard to beat a team twice. Um, well, it's kind of tough because Baylor – it, it's. I'm not sure it works out like that this way this time because Baylor already pretty much beat them. Yeah, that is traumatic. Doing that. Yeah, but you, well, I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, as like traumatic as and maybe if they blew that lead, if Oregon beat Utah Friday night, they're going into that game saying if we win, we're in the playoff. Yeah. So I mean that's yeah. that's going to uh, get their that'll get their mind right. I just I um I think they'll do a decent enough job of confusing Hurts that he'll turn the ball over. I mean. Literally, Baylor, then TCU. TCU easily could have beaten Oklahoma. Okay. And then and they could have easily Oklahoma, And then Oklahoma State, um, the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game, Oklahoma State was without their starting quarterback yeah. and hung around for a decent portion, portion of the game. I mean, it was, was what it was. Yeah. But I – I still don't trust you, the Oklahoma defense. It's better than it was last year. Still, yeah. I like it's good. I'm, I'm still taking defense. I took Baylor straight up the last time. It didn't work I, out, unfortunately. Baylor, it's Baylor collapsed. Yeah, but I believe in defense, and I'm taking Baylor straight up. Baylor plus nine is my favorite play of the weekend. I'm, yeah, I'm that would if Baylor that that would up. be my right now. That would probably be my lock of the week. Would be yeah. Baylor plus nine. Um, mm-hmm. I think they could win straight up, but I think it ends up being a lot like last game, three points, something yeah. like that. Oklahoma will probably win, but I think it's close. Um, all right, so I got Oklahoma. You got Oklahoma yeah, straight close. up. I got, you got Baylor, Baylor straight, straight up. up. All right, so say if uh, say Utah, Oklahoma, LSU win, who are the four teams in? 
It's going to be Utah. You said Utah, Oklahoma, LSU. Yeah. It'll so that be, means Georgia's out. Yeah, Georgia's out. out. You, so you, who's in between Utah, Utah and Oklahoma? Would be the Utah would be. The I think Utah spot. would be the. Unless first. Oklahoma pulls like a fifty-nine-zero, like Ohio State did, yeah. against Wisconsin in the Big Ten title game. That it's going to be very. Won. If Utah won by like if Oklahoma won by like three touchdowns, we we'll just housed them. I could see Oklahoma going it. I don't think that'll happen though. Yeah. So I think it'll be. Um, yeah, Oklahoma Utah. will have to go out and. I think it. I think the, it would end up being Ohio State, and Utah, and Georgia. And this then, is going to uh, be LSU example. Eight hundred and ninety-four. That four teams is not enough. I know. If those two teams win, and then if 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 Georgia wins, and there's two SEC teams, and then Oklahoma and, and Utah, who are conference champions, who are maybe not deserving of winning a national championship, but of deserving of being in the playoff, aren't in. It's like at some point you gotta be like, all right, this has to go to six or eight. Because I, I see all these arguments where it's like, well, Penn State lost to Ohio State. That's their, that was their playoff game. Well, yeah, sure. But it doesn't apply across the board. Right. Yeah, exactly. You, Oklahoma and Baylor and Utah are playing in a playoff game this weekend, and they may, might not be able to advance. I think the, So it um, doesn't work like that. Yeah. I think the years for expansion, like to me, 2017 was a better year to argue for expansion than last year or this year was. Because in 2017, every team was flawed. Like there was like last year, Alabama and Clemson were far and away the two best teams, and I think this year, Alabama or not Alabama, Clemson, LSU, and Ohio State have clearly separated themselves as the three top teams. Right. Whereas in 2017, there was a litany of teams that could have made a claim to get in there. You had Alabama got in without winning their conference. Ohio State had the two losses but won their conference. You just had a lot of other like none of those. Clemson was. Kelly Bryant, they were good, but they weren't really like they weren't like they are now. Yeah, and Georgia and was Georgia good, was but good, they were... but they weren't world beaters. Yeah, and you had Oklahoma who couldn't stop a soul. Yeah, um, I'm in favor of. I think six would be pretty good, but I, I just because I, I still know. think that like eight does not take like people diminish. It's like well, it, they say it diminishes the regular season. It's like no, it does not absolutely at all because if you go to eight in the first round games or home games, like. That'd be my dream. You scenario. like you don't want to go on the road. Well, yeah. and it's like, are you kidding me? That's true. Like, the difference really between funny. being four and five is monumental. Yeah, right. And the difference between going to going to Utah, like going to Utah, right, or yeah. Penn State. If Penn State's five, Utah's four, or vice versa. Like, right. that's the game. Yeah, right. that's huge. So well, that's why that doesn't it, diminish the it's, season. It's at all. funny. It's funny you said that because, well, two things with that. One, the reason I don't think it'll happen is because the NCAA is the one that makes the revenue off the conference championship games, but they don't get anything from the college football playoff. Right. So it's not like the NCAA is going to be like, oh, we're going to help the college football playoff and take a chunk of change out of our pockets. Yeah. And the only th- way I think it would go to eight would be if they got rid of conference championships well, see, and made that the 18th. I think what they, should, what they can do is get everybody go to non-conference games, get rid of a non-conference, one non-conference right. game, and still play a conference championship. Right. But it's, the, it's that doesn't take away and screw the NCAA. When we are talking about uh, teams playing home games or whatnot, this is the first year I would much rather play neutral site against an eight seed than have an eight seed come to Columbus. I would much rather have that, and here's why: fields in a dome looks like Deshaun Watson. He yeah. play have Florida, even though it's Florida, or have Utah come up and play in Columbus. 
December 10th when there's snow on the ground. Yeah. Fields isn't going to like throwing them that. Right. Now, that's an anomaly. That, that's yeah. probably this year and next year. Like, yeah. It's not like I would always say that. If Barrett was a quarterback, I wouldn't say that. Right. But this these next two years, I'd much rather play in a dome. Dude, there was – Because Ohio was a, State's going to have 60, was a, 70 was a playoff, percent of people that are going to say Utah anyway. So there was a playoff really, game. It's a home game regardless. Yeah. At Penn State, at Ohio State. It would be it would the be, record. It would, it would, it would be, be the wildest – It'd be it would great. be the wildest thing you'd see in sports. Yeah, it'd it would be. be it'd be. I, it'd be yeah. like I think of like how big Penn State and Ohio State games have been like at home for Penn State because I mean, or Florida LSU like those two environments this year were the two wildest environments of the season. Yeah, and maybe like I mean they're spectacles. Yeah, well, in, a, in a playoff, it would be. It'd be it would be just. The intensity would be so high yeah. leading up. Imagine if, say, Penn State went into a playoff as like a three seed, and the six seed, say it was Oklahoma or Baylor, comes up to play Penn State in a whiteout. I mean, that would be that'd be as cool as anything. And I think if you had a situation where in Alabama, and like this is funny too, Alabama like, came if up. Alabama came up and played in Columbus, I the best environments I've been to at Ohio State. Are either Michigan games or when a Texas or, or USC? Not, yeah, non-conference. Yeah. If an Alabama came to Ohio State, that place would be as Sa- good as same with same with Penn State. And it would be State. it would be absolute bedlam. It would be insane, be crazy. And I, I mean, <laughs> but it, unfortunately, it it's be, just a wet dream. It would right be now. better for college football, but I will say this: Big Ten next year, good non-conference games for the Big Ten. Yeah. Ohio State goes to Oregon. Penn State goes to Virginia Tech and, Virginia and Michigan. Tech's gonna be, Virginia Tech's going to be good. They're going to be good. And Penn or uh, Michigan goes to um, Washington. Yeah. The next few years. But, but could could you could you imagine though an SEC team coming out to play a Big Ten? They'd hate in, it in December. And that's and what and that's what would level the playing field <laughs> yeah. overall for like like finally. Right. Yeah. We always got to play in the cold, shitty weather. They always get the. I mean, it was seventy-five degrees and sunny. And, and Tuscaloosa, uh, for the, if, or for in Auburn for the Auburn Alabama game. In Columbus, if, it was thirty five exactly. and windy and cold. Imagine if Ohio State played Wisconsin and Florida when it's eighty degrees out. Yeah. They'd well, they're going to play in a dome, so it's fine. Sweet, so. But like the first game when it's cold and rainy, and yeah. like I think uh, Day said the reason Ohio State had success throwing the ball against Penn State. I think he only had six incompletions, but Day said the reason we couldn't throw the ball was because we didn't the weather like it was a factor. Well, Ohio State would have been able to throw the ball a lot more in those games. Was the weather a fact? He hates throwing the cold. He hates throwing the cold. Yeah, that's why he. That's yeah. part of the reason why he yeah. committed from Penn State to go to Georgia. He's like, mission. I don't want to go. He's like, I don't. My uncle Matt, who uh, coaches quarterbacks, he was Chugs, uh, Chris Chuganoff's yeah. coach in high school, um, knows everything about what's going on yeah. recruiting. He's like, when Fields decommitted from Penn State, he's like, he's going to Georgia. He doesn't want to go north. Yeah, he, yeah. he didn't want to go north, and I mean, I think. I think now that he's had a whole year in Columbus, like, next year he'll be more used to yeah. the cold weather and all that stuff. And, like, he's going to have to if he's going to play in the NFL. Which yeah, I think next exactly. year there's, I think next year there's going to be a huge debate over him or Lawrence because mm-hmm. he's so much more athletically gifted and yeah. all that stuff. So I think there's going to be a huge debate. But we'll see. I know Zach wanted uh, to point to the last however many minutes we have on the show, but uh, you wanted to talk about Penn State season as a whole. Oh, uh, uh, Yeah. Now that we all so, pretty much agree that yeah. what the playoffs going to be, how I, would you char- characterize it? It's exactly what I said it was going to be. Ten and two. I thought right. they were going to lose to Ohio State, and I thought they were going to lose. Something I didn't else. think it was going to be the Minnesota. Minnesota turned out to be better than everyone yeah. thought they were going to be. Obviously, it, it ended up I thought, being. I thought they were going to lose either the Iowa or the Michigan State game. Yeah. I thought they were going to get Michigan at home. I thought they were going to lose one of those two games. 
it ended up being like if we were eight and L and we lost to six and two Indiana on the road. That's what that's that's what now looking back at it is a little more disappointing about that Minnesota mm-hmm. loss is like Minnesota was fluky. They played so bad, man. Penn State turned the ball over. Like Penn so State, much. Penn, like Penn yeah, State lost. I, like Minnesota did not win the game. Penn, looking back I at agree. it, Penn State lost it, and especially seeing them play like a fit of just a more physical football team, right? Like like Wisconsin, right? Like Wisconsin played really well. Like if Penn State played really well, it's the same result. Yeah, but I, I do think Minnesota is better than what you give them credit. For. Like I, don't, I think they're a lot better than Indiana. Like yeah. I think Tanner. Morgan, I think they have better athletes. I think, I think they're the same. Is, I think they're a very, very, very similar team. I think they're eight and four in the Big Ten. East. I think Morgan is better than Ramsey, and they have like two legit NFL receivers. Like the one guy that's a sophomore, people are talking about being like a top two round pick. Like that guy's a monster. Bateman and uh, yes, but I mean no, I think any and um, this isn't just because it was Penn State last year. I said the same thing about Ohio State. It was disappointing not being in the playoff, but going to the Rose Bowl and winning is with one loss is never a bad year. Penn State going to a New Year Six Bowl, um, that's a good year. Penn State's over under was eight and a half. Yeah, like that was a um, it's a yeah. it was a good year for Penn State. Yeah. Penn State think, was picked fourth in the Big Ten East. I think right. this is a. Is Ohio State was picked third. It's so Florida? dumb. Minute, yeah. Ohio State had, according to FPI, Ooh, Michigan, Ohio State Michigan had an eight point two percent chance to win the Big Ten, and Minnesota this 8% was the chance. this was the first time since nineteen seventy four a Big Ten or Ohio State coach won Big Ten coach of the year. Think about yeah. that since nineteen seventy four. Did Fleck win coach of the year? Or no, what, it was Day. It was Day won. Co- well, Day, Day won. won it for the media, and Fleck won it for the coaches. Oh, okay. okay. Um, yeah. So I look at it like this: Tiger Woods always talks about. He could win seven times in one season, but if he doesn't win a major, it's not a great year. Right. It's a good. It could be a really, really, really good year, but it's not a great year. Right. Um, I think going to the playoff is the playoffs is equivalent to a major. So, Penn State goes eleven and two, and they win the Rose Bowl. It is a really, really, really good year. Not right. great at, year at this point, though, it's not a great year. It's I a really, agree. really good year. I, and I'm, there's nothing right. to take away from a really good year, but a right. great – like, well, it's like, wow, that was a great season. Right. You can't look back and be like, no. wow, you know what? 2009, they went 11-2. and two, They won the Capital One Bowl. That was a great season. It was a, right. No. Well, it was a good season. I, 05 was a great season. 2011 or 2016 was a great season. I, I agree. This uh, is going to be a really will, good season. The one thing I will say, though, is I think if you win your conference, especially if they won the Big Ten, not just going to the – which normally if you win the Big Ten, right. which they've That's been the, left out three straight years, but you would think if you win the Big Ten, you'll go to the playoffs. Yeah, but like even Ohio State last year, I would say that was a, that was a really consider, really good season. I think if Penn State won the Big Ten, even if they didn't make the playoff because of some fluky stuff that happened, I think that's still a really good year. Yeah, I I I'd, I'd say there's two majors: yeah. winning your conference championship and then going, and to, the going to the playoff. No, I, I agree. So yeah, so I think I think we're on the same page. It was yeah. a really good year. Next yeah, year's got to be a really good year. year. But next next there's there going to be what freaks me out a little bit is because. There's going to be a lot of pressure on this team next year. I know. A lot of pressure. There's a lot of layers to next year, though. And I, I think I was telling AJ this, and I've talked to him about it a decent amount. Pat coming back was huge. That was massive. He's the best player on offense. Menick coming back is big. Menick coming back was big. KJ Hamler leaving or going, is, to me, is what decides it's if crucial. they're a potential playoff team. Like, if you lose Hamler, you're really going to be – 
needing guys that haven't stepped up in a big role. Now receiver. Shorter's gone. Exactly. Now Shorter's gone. So if Hamler leaves, you need guys that haven't stepped up a receiver to have big years. And to be Whereas honest, if Hamler comes back, now you have another explosive guy outside. You have Fryermuth. You have Dotson's a really good number two. But if a Hamler host of leaves, running backs, because it doesn't look like yeah. Ricky Slade's going to transfer. It looks like none of them are going to transfer. Yeah, is Ricky Slade not? Gonna I, I don't, don't think he's going to transfer. I mean, they. I mean, they're also bringing there's, in running back. They're, oh they're yeah, running there, back. there's there's and the rumors. defense is going to be. I mean, there's going to be three former five star linebackers. The starting. linebackers. Yeah, are I think. Be great. I think that losing Gross Miles, what to me, what will define Penn State completely is the early entries. Ohio State, and this was the same thing for Ohio State last year. If Ohio State doesn't have Fuller, Arnett, um, and some of those guys all come back like their receivers and some of the other guys in the secondary, Ohio State's not as good as they are. Penn State's in the same predicament. If K.J. Hamler leaves and then one or two guys that probably every year teams have guys that shouldn't go declare for the draft. Right. So if, uh, for example, I think Shaka Tony is a guy. He just won Big Ten. Um, he's on Big Ten's second team, and yeah. he's already graduated. Yeah. So he's a guy that you could look at and say there's a chance he goes, yeah. even though he probably shouldn't. Right. So a guy like Tony, Hamler, and then the couple guys in the secondary – well, if they lose two or three of those guys, mainly Hamler and then one guy on the defense, then I think the defense, I don't think it'll necessarily be as good as it was this year because they were so – a lot of experience with Cam Brown and those guys. There is absolutely I zero. I think the linebackers are going to be – They're going to be really good. And we, got to, we, have, to, good, and we have to wrap this I mean, up. But with, go, no, go ahead. I was going to say Brandon, Brandon Smith in the time he played this year was Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. And and Lucado's really good. If, and if we, didn't, if we didn't have a linebacker like Cam Brown, I think – Brandon Smith would have played a lot. Yeah. Um, but real quick, there is absolutely zero reason why anybody in that secondary should be going to the NFL. That's exactly. <laughs> I, I agree. Like, I people agree, say, like, people wonder, like, TC or Tariq Castro Fields, like, should he go? It's like, no. no. I, he was I on agree the All Big Ten list. Look, I, I <laughs> He was good. He played well early in the year and then, yeah. it, and then fell off a cliff. Lamont, yeah. I mean, Lamont is picking it up. Yeah. Lamont Not Wade, necessarily in coverage. He's a good playmaker. Lamont Wade he, played a great game against Ohio State. And, that, and that's really it. That Look, I, I agree. I agree of the few three or four guys that could potentially leave early, especially on – like I think Hamler probably could, and he's a top ten on Kuiper's receiver board or whatever, which he's always retweeting stuff about his, like, draft status. Like, I just randomly – who looked is? at that last night because I was like curious of it. Hamler's always retweeting stuff of people being like, "Look out for him in the draft!" Like blah blah mm-hmm. blah. So like I, I tend to think he's probably gonna end up going. But the guys on defense, I don't think any of them should go. <laughs> but there's just always those guys that just pop yeah. up and say, "Oh, we're leaving." Uh, I mean, yeah. they, 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 Penn State had that last year. They had a couple guys leave that probably shouldn't have left. Well, I so. think well even the guys that left last year, I think those guys are still late round draft picks. I don't yeah. think that. Yeah. I mean, maybe Tariq Castro Fields just solely on measurables would get drafted, but Lamont Wade would not get drafted. It'd be interesting. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think next year, there's, if Hamler doesn't come back, I don't think it's – if Hamler comes back, I think it's Big Ten Championship or bust. If yeah. Hamler didn't come back, I think it's similar to this year where it's like they could win it, but it's not like that's – like right. to me, that's not like that's what has to happen. I think Hamler coming back is huge. Lock the week. I got Baylor plus nine. App State minus six. Oh, I like that. Uh, I have Ohio State minus 15. All right. Johnny Beards has two. Two locks money, of the money week. Money line picks? No money line picks <laughs> for old Johnny Beards. Uh, he's got Oklahoma minus nine, and then he has LSU first quarter minus three. All right. Uh, actually, Baylor is nine and a half now, so I'll. that's that's the one I'll take. There we go. Right. Also, the Clemson-Virginia game is 28 and a half. Clemson make up 20 and a half. I think they will. They make up 20 and a half. 
Unless he just rests guys after the first half. Which I think Ohio State could do that too. Alright, thanks for listening. Uh, follow us on Twitter and uh, rate and subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, and yeah, share it. Share the pod. Go retweet mountain. the pod, guys. Retweet the pod. Oh. Retweet. Or go, retweet the... Yeah, go Mountaineers. Go Mountaineers. Oh, those Mountaineers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh,